Hello everyone, thank you for joining us for the Football Betting Podcast once again with me, Tom Pipkin, my co-host Tom Walker, and this week, Tom, we have a special guest, don't we, on the podcast? We are delighted to be joined by Jack Milner from Quiff. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I need to change my name to Tom here today, gone tomorrow, just to, to fit in. But uh, yeah, delighted <laughs> to join you, lads. Like I said, I'm very impressed by the updated logo and get a bit of purple on there. Um, I'll get the specifics in case I get it wrong for the uh, the branding people internally. and I don't want to kick in. But yeah, glad to be on board and looking forward to... Uh, pattern for the uh, until the end of the season at the very least purple and green not not colors that traditionally go well together but in this case it's a bit of a match made in heaven i think yeah it's, it's kind of a different sport purple and green are generally do well around cheltenham or punjistan if you're if you're rich richie and you're looking at the likes of votor and duvan and annie power but uh football i can't think of any any football team that are uh, fortunate to uh, combine the two. Maybe it's maybe it could be a trendsetter. Who knows? Maybe one for the grassroots. So we'll see next year, maybe. Yeah, so before we go into anything, I guess it's worth touching briefly on last week. Tom, tough week. We said it was going to be a tough week from a, a punting perspective. It certainly turned out that way, didn't it? Yeah, luckily we had enough credit in the bank and I'm going to bang that drum one more time. Uh, yeah. Before the weekend, it was four winners in the last five, um, and that loser was just a single leg, uh, with Cheltenham getting their first goal of the season to to kill the bet. But yeah, last week we said it would be a tough slate. We were we were nice and open about it, and uh, not one of the legs won. So luckily, we had enough credit in the bank to uh, to ride that one out and put it behind us. Yeah, so we're going to go again this week. So the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two. But before we dive into all of that, uh, we'll just spend a moment with our guest on the show, Jack, who can tell us a little bit more about himself and his vast industry experience and also uh, about Quiff and how you can supercharge your bets with Quiff. Um, yeah, I'll save the memoirs for another day because this is the time recordings before the watershed and you know, the walls over years. But yeah, I've, I've been on the rock for, I think, 11 and a half years. Now, I came out here to work for the then Victor Chandler in 2012 and was very fortunate. I got to see a lot of uh, a lot of horses running around the field for five six years, and likewise worked in sponsorship for four or five years. So uh, I'm a Huddersfield fan. My dad was a Man United fan, huge United fan. So obviously, the first deal we made was Bet Victor was sponsored in Liverpool. Uh, having to sit there and bite my uh, bite my tongue, which um, didn't end very well. That's a story for another time. And then our you know our main flagship sponsorship with was Leeds United with 32 red and. We're talking about off air about the fact we at one point we kind of sponsored half the division. Uh, also, kind of contributed toward um, Wayne Rooney's wages at one point. But again, now that'll be a, a story for another time. Um, but um, yeah, I was I was fortunate to be the all thirty two red playoff semi final where Leeds got beat by Derby, and Frank Lampard almost started a riot down uh, at Ellen Road in the um, lock in the changing rooms, and I had to host the box there, which was full of Leeds fans, and I am absolutely delighted. That leads have got turned over. Having this got off about three minutes, right? And the stadium's rocking. And I think it was Mason Mount. He ended up scoring just on half time and they smashed and grabbed them, beat them 3 1, 4 3 on aggregate. And pff, delighted because we still had Derby and Villa in the final. Villa ended up beating Derby 2 1. Gone the piss with Jack Grealish. Missed my flight back. It was, uh, it was, that was a good night. But yeah, I've, I've kind of done a bit of everything. But Football and football betting, I think, is is kind of the industry bedrock now. And 
yeah, hopefully you guys can continue to unearth gems. I wouldn't advise anyone back in Huddersfield anytime soon. If you saw the way they got trounced at Leeds United, that was a uh, very humbling experience two weeks ago, as I um, had it pointed out to me in many group chats from back home. Hopefully Darren Moore can keep us up and uh, I wouldn't be taking three to one for us to go down. I think we'll finish about, probably about 19th, but uh, yeah, not much to look forward to on that side of West Yorkshire. Did you know that we're Forest fans? I don't know if we should mention that after the playoffs the other year. I, th- I thought one of you Forest one. I thought the other one was um, other way inclined. But um, uh, I, f- I like Forest. Um, I think the nice side, good set of fans. It's the certain fan group, fan bases that kind of um, have kind of a plastic label to them. I won't mention them. Not in my first week, anyway. Not <laughs> not while, not while sober. Forest, fan, Forest fans are generally seen as good eggs and being you know, struggling for so long and then having a nice bit of success at the end of it, it's uh, it's nice to see. Well, they're, they're nice words. Um, yeah, I, we didn't know if maybe we were in the same stadium and um, a couple of, couple of years back in that playoff final. Maybe Were you there or no? No, I missed that one. That, that's an awful game as well. Good God, Worst man, game man. of football ever. <sighs> It was the same weekend, I think. Huddersfield were playing in the final of the both the Challenge Cup and the playoff final, so rugby league, and the um, half the town exited, you know, and came down to the M1. And uh, I was pulling like a jolly boy's outing, and uh, we had a six month old at the time. And uh, the board rejected my uh, bid for a greater transfer budget, let's put it that way. So, uh, luckily, that was the one I missed. Um, so yeah, it's been up and down. It's been up and down. And the thing is, you look at you look at the football league in particular. I'm delighted there's no VAR just as unusual because I think it's killing the Premier League. I think you know Neil Warnock is uh, everyone sees Neil Warnock as their granddad on Huddersfield. He did a great job last year. He's absolutely mm. got amongst men. He's come out and slaughtered it again today. Mm. Um, you'd you'd worry about how even more skewed the results were. So I mean, good luck you guys trying to tip a few winners. I thought Leicester were. Certainties to beat Leeds last week, uh, and then Leeds are three to one going uh, going to Leicester. So that was a nice upset. And there's always going to be a couple of surprises. So if you are getting those big actors, again, you can supercharge your bets with Quiff and always probably get a little bit more than you should. Um, but you'll probably need a bit more luck um, if going for more five, six, seven teams because that's why bookmakers um, are bookmaking because there's always a couple that let you down. But uh, fingers crossed, you can uh, book the trend. A couple more times for the end of the season. Certainly hope so. Um, so we're going to read out our tips now from the Premier League Championship, League One and League Two. We will be joined by Jack on another couple of episodes across the course of the year, probably. Um, if you want to get in touch with Jack, they can follow you, can't they, on Twitter, uh, JJM Sports for all sorts of uh, randoms. Yeah, they don't. They, I mean, they don't want to do that. But yeah, yeah, you'll find me on Twitter at JJM Sports. You won't find much apart from my. Um, Shouting at golfers mainly or uh, rugby players, but yeah, I'll be on there trying to plug the odd bits. I'll be at the lakeside if anybody wants uh, wants to wants to come and buy me a pint there. That'd be greatly appreciated. If you want tickets, keep an eye on Quiz Socials because we'll be giving loads of pairs in the next few weeks. And again, if you are punting the next few weeks, make sure you're eighteen plus. Obviously, no fake IDs and gamble responsibly. It is safe for gambling week next week, so we'll see a load of material on the Quiz Socials because it's something we kind of. Uh, Take great pride of so, uh, yeah. Fingers crossed, um, everyone behaves himself. Yeah, it's great having you on, mate. Appreciate your time, and yeah, looking forward to this relationship going strength to strength. I know there's going to be a lot coming down the pipe for uh, listeners and viewers in regards to sign up offers and 
and all that good stuff as well. So plenty to look forward to. Yeah, thank you, Jack, for joining us on the show. Um, right, let's crack on with the tips for this week, shall we, Tom, and go straight into the Premier League. Um, not too many games on Saturday. Uh, kicking off at 12.30 with Wolves against Spurs. Now, before Monday night's game, uh, Chelsea against Tottenham, which Chelsea won 4-1, I'd have been quite hot on Spurs to win this. But I actually think, having seen this game, I'm swaying more towards Wolves and double chance, or at least both teams to score. Both teams to score is 1.53. Wolves or draw is 1.66, because this is a Wolves side, let's not forget, that have done pretty well at home so far this season. Um, they beat Man City at Molyneux. Uh, they drew a Villa. They drew two old Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. So they've got some good good results against some good teams. And if we think Spurs now are going to have a doggy suspended, uh, Romero suspended, Van der Ven injured, potentially Madison injured, this could be a, a really weakened Spurs side that, that go to Molyneux this weekend. Yeah, a couple of things for me on this. Number one, both teams to score. Uh, yeah, you took that, Tom. Uh, Wolves have conceded an average of 2.20 goals per home game uh, this season. So that lends itself nicely to to Tottenham. And second thing you, you also touched on, it's team sheet. You know, I want to see Tottenham's team sheet before I go back in them. Uh, I'm not ready to go against Tottenham based on a game they lost with nine men and that kamikaze kind of crazy high line that they were playing. Um, I think that, you know, I would rather look at the season as a whole so far and just kind of draw a line through that one. I'm, I'm not put off and Wolves' uh, defensive record, not great, but definitely need to see what the team sheet is. Yeah. So moving into the three o'clock, so we've got three to look at. Arsenal, Burnley, Arsenal, very short, 1.2, as you'd expect. Uh, then we've got Palace, Everton and Man United, Luton. <laughs> Man United, 1.33. Would not be touching them at all at that price. Um, Anything, though, that you like from those three games? As I say, two of those teams at home, very short. Yeah, really short, but I do think we can get some value here. Uh, Arsenal on the handicap is something I'm interested in looking at. Minus 2.5 brings it up to 2.0. Sorry, 2.20. And Arsenal minus 3.5 brings it up to 3.75. I mean, Burnley uh, just not willing to compromise, are they? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny when you look at the um, the historical battles between these two. Burnley are actually unbeaten their last two trips to the Emirates. And the last five have been under 2.5 goals. Where either a 0-0 or a 1-0 win for the home side... Uh, or a draw, or whatever. It's been really tight recently, but you know this is a Vincent Company side who has been uh, quite naive, I think. So I think they're, they're in for a battering. Absolutely. Uh, then five thirty, we've got Bournemouth at home to Newcastle. As much as I think Newcastle win, you know, look at the price of one point six. <laughs> Do I trust them that much at 1.6? I'm not quite so sure I do. Do you? No. No, I really don't. Not yet, anyway. Um, especially coming off a, an away European defeat and everything. Uh, yeah, it's really not something I'm interested in looking at. 
Well, we'll move into Sunday then. Um, we've got five games across Sunday, four of them being at two o'clock. Uh, first one up will go through Aston Villa against Fulham. Uh, for me, 1.52 for Aston Villa. Again, should be a winner. Aston Villa with the fantastic home league record. What, 12 league wins in a row now at mm-hmm. home? So they're on some fantastic form. You could probably get a little bit more here with Aston Villa to win and both teams to score, which is priced at 2.87. Um, they haven't kept a clean sheet in five consecutive games. And we have seen from those home victories that we've spoken about, um, the last four in a row have all been Villa winning and both teams scoring. So that was against Luton, West Ham, Brighton and Palace. So uh, Fulham in not too bad form. Uh, are they capable of getting a goal against this really high Villa line? I'd say so, yes, judged on Villa's recent results. But Villa probably will come out on top. Yeah, uh, Villa and over 2.5 is what I'm looking at as well, Tom. 2.05, obviously, that'll help out. If uh, Fulham can can grab a goal as, as well as uh, not just relying on Villa, but after that Forest defeat, I think Villa are going to go into it uh, very, very hungry. Yeah. Uh, West Ham Forest, anything you like on, on that one? Not really. Um, I still don't know where I stand with both of these teams, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I'm, from a punting point of view, I'm happy to draw a line through that. Uh, Liverpool-Brentford? I mean, Brentford are always good for a goal, no? I like, think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, Liverpool to win and both teams to score is, is tempting. It's 2.62. Both teams to score is 1.66, which... Felt tight to me, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, Brentford to get a goal. I think uh, they've they've done really well this season, considering there's no Ivan Tony and everything. Uh, yeah, they they've got plenty of goal threats. Yeah, I do think Liverpool should win comfortably. Um, looking at their home league games so far this season, you know they've they've scored at least two goals in all five games that they have played. That's been Bournemouth, Villa, West Ham, Everton, Forest. So they've scored three in four of those games and two against Everton in the derby. So, yeah, comfortably winning at home against all comers so far this season. And I could see it being the same again for Brentford. But, yeah, if Liverpool won this 2-1, 3-1, wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah. And then Brighton, Sheffield United um, is the last two o'clock. Brighton very short again. 1.2 for Brighton at home to Sheffield United. I can't be having any of that, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, no, we can't be going anywhere near it to be honest with you. No, thank you. We could be going near Man City, though. I don't know about you. 1.68 for Man City. That's kind of Man City in a backable range, considering the club that they are, you know, who they've got on the pitch. And they're away at Chelsea. And, you know, Chelsea, despite beating Spurs 4-1, have come in for quite a lot of criticism in that game. Um, You know, they they took a long time to break Tottenham down. They got absolutely blown away by Spurs in the first 20 minutes before Spurs kind of lost their heads. So, um, yeah, I I I think if if Chelsea play like they did against Spurs, albeit in a winning performance, I think they will definitely get beaten by Man City this weekend. Yeah, uh, never watched the team win. What was it four one? Four one, yeah. And being less convinced about them. Yeah. To be honest with you, like I have no no faith in Chelsea. Still, I I, I don't think they're a million miles off. By the way, uh, they're not in the state that United are in, for example. I can actually see 
some progression, but I'm not ready to be backing them against Man City. I watched the Man City highlights um, against Young Boys, and I know it's a completely different opponent, mm. but they're so good. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're so good. It is absolutely crazy. So, yeah, Man City for me, for sure. Yeah, and just looking at the recent games between the two sides, Man City have won six in a row now against Chelsea, and all six have been to nil as well. So mm. they've got a particularly good record, and it's not been a particularly entertaining fixture with um, six of the last seven being under 2.5 goals as well. Mm. But yeah, City to win is is probably a deep backable price on its own here. Um, well, that is the Premier League up until the 25th of November because we go into an international break. Um, Ooh. Indeed, after this week. Um, so that's our lot for the Prem uh, for a couple of weeks. We will now move into the Championship. Uh, do you want to get us, get us kicked off with something that you'd particularly like the look of? Yeah. Um, I wish they weren't the price they were, but we've got to have a look at Ipswich. Yeah. Uh, I know they haven't won their last three games, a loss and two draws, uh, the two draws being 2-2. Two, two. Um, that doesn't put me off, to be honest with you, Ipswich, against a Swansea side who are showing some decent form themselves this season and find themselves in a comfortable 14th. But Ipswich are, are a juggernaut. And at home, you know, they've won six of seven, scoring 22 goals in the process. 85.71 percent of their games at home have gone over 2.5 so we're going to go for them on the nose but we're also going to go for um ipswich and over 2.5 i can't find the price on that i do apologize i i thought i wrote it down but i didn't but anyway uh whatever it is that's what we're back in um yeah the ipswich i'm not put off at all it's still one of the best teams in the league yeah absolutely Let's talk about Cardiff at home to Norwich City. Cardiff price at 1.98, just a touch under even money uh, to beat Norwich at home this weekend. Norwich are in the managerial death spiral, it seems like, doesn't it, at the moment. Um, they started the season really well under David Wagner and it's all started to fall apart over the last few weeks. And I feel like he can't catch a break. The fans are on his back. The team is playing really poorly and it just seems like they're waiting. They're, they're in an odd position, Norwich, because I've been doing a bit of reading about it. Um, they're waiting for a new sporting director to come in. There's there's a bit of a void in upper management in terms of the Norwich hierarchy at the club. And the, the rumours doing the rounds are once this new sporting director comes in next week, um, he's going to review the managerial situation because the form is so poor. So it doesn't look good for, for Wagner. Um, you know, they've lost four games in a row. They've not won since they beat Birmingham on the 30th of September. So, yeah, I, I just think the Pena Cardiff side, who have been fantastic at home so far this season, across their seven home games they've played, they've won five of them, including five of the last six. And if you can beat teams like Swansea, Coventry... Bristol City at home, you know, you can beat this Norwich side at the moment in the form they're in for me. Yeah, 100%. I feel like they are one of the standouts uh, for sure this weekend. By the way, that Ipswich and over 2.5 is 2.2. I uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't let that go. It was bugging me that I didn't read it out. 
Uh, okay. We are now moving into uh, Southampton uh, against West Brom. I'm willing to back Southampton here. Um, we're going up against a team who have won their last three and actually have a decent away record, uh, winning two, drawing three, and losing two, the baggies. Um, but I just feel like Southampton are on a bit of a roll right now. Um, you know, if we go through their last six results, it's actually uh, some some good signs, I think. They beat Stoke 1 0 away. Stoke are pretty decent this season. A disappointing draw to Rotherham at home 1 1. Beat Hull away. Hull are pretty dangerous. 2 2 away at Preston. Preston are decent. Beat Birmingham 3 1 at home. And then beat Millwall 1 0 away. Um, I feel like they've got the bit between their teeth, to be honest with you. And then, uh, yeah, same goes for West Brom, obviously, over the last three. For sure, but you know, I I personally uh, think that you know Adam Johnson, uh, Adam Johnson, Adam Armstrong, um, in the form that he's in at the moment, uh, eight goals in fifteen matches for him. You know, he's he's a uh, he's a kind of level apart, isn't he? He falls into that what I think is the Jason Kumas uh, <laughs> division, where he's too good for the championship, but just not quite good enough for yeah. the prep. Um, so, yeah, okay. 1.9 for me. Uh, I'll be taking uh, a punt on Southampton at St. Mary's. Yeah, well, Adam Armstrong, good to see he's got eight already because um, he was a, a shout for top scorer in the season preview pod. So, yeah, good to see him doing well. Hopefully plenty more goals to come for Adam. Uh, the only other one that I really like in the champ this week for me is Leeds at home to Plymouth. Leeds are short, one24 um, but, you know, they're on a fantastic run of form and they're playing a Plymouth side at home and Plymouth haven't won on the road in the Championship all season long. Leeds got that fantastic win last Friday night away at Leicester, which doesn't... I guess it kind of makes the Championship uh, slightly more competitive. Um, mm-hmm. It stops Leicester kind of really running away with it, but they've won four in a row at Elland Road and, uh, yeah, they're on a really good run of form at the moment, aren't they? Daniel Farker's side and the odds reflect that, but they should definitely get the win. Yeah. uh, Finally, for me, kind of just topping off um, the the championship selection to myself, I do think there is something to be said about Sunderland. I do. I wish they weren't 1.7, to be honest with you. Um, That's not exactly generous, I don't think. Um, but they're playing against the Birmingham side who haven't won their last four games and just kind of look all at sea. I know they drew 2-2 with Ipswich. It depends what side of the coin you're on. Uh, you can say, hey, they went 2-0 up at home against Ipswich and, you know, that's a really good sign. I would say they were 2-0 up against Ipswich and ended up drawing 2-2 with two very, very, very late goals, uh, 79 and 89. Um Ipswich could have gone on and got more as well. Uh, I do like Sunderland at 1.7. Jack Clark, possibly best player in the league this season. So with him, they're always going to have a chance. Yep, absolutely. Okay, uh, let's move into League One then. I'll get us kicked off in League One with a team when I saw the price, I thought, oh, that's generous. 4.0 for Barnsley away at Derby. And, you know, this is... Seventh place in the league, Derby at home, against fifth place in the league, Barnsley. Barnsley have the best away record in the division. They've played seven on the road. They've won five. They've drawn two, lost none, conceded just three goals away from home 
across those seven games. Uh, Derby, their home form, I think generally people seem to think it's all right. It's actually very mediocre. Um, Mm. They've played seven, won three, drawn two, lost two. So it's very kind of mid-table home form, to be honest. And just when you've got the best away the best away record coming to town at a price of 4.03 to 1. I just thought it seems too good to pass up because Barnsley are in good form, not just away from home, just in, in general. Um, unbeaten in six consecutive games, lost just once in the league since September. That was a 1-0 to Blackpool um, back at the end of September. Yeah, and Derby just, yeah, they seem to lurch from okay result to, to crap result at the moment. There's no consistency about them. There's no backing amongst the fan base, it seems, for Paul Warren at the moment. It just, yeah, it just doesn't seem a good place to be, to be honest. And yeah, it's, it seems a massive price for Barnsley. Yeah, it doesn't help with the uh, the Super Reds up in the Prem. I'm sure that makes uh, Derby kind of question their position even more. Uh, Tom, I'm going to back Shrewsbury. Ooh. 2.2. Um, Shrewsbury are not a team that I've backed this season, I don't think. Uh, they're playing against Reading. Reading a 3.0 for the victory. Um, Reading's away record this season is played seven, lost seven. Uh, up until the last couple of games, they had lost three consecutively. They did book that trend. They did beat League 2 MK Dons 3-2 at home in the FA Cup. Uh, and they did draw 1-1 with Bristol Rovers in midweek. Uh, Shrewsbury, uh, they, they did lose at home to Bolton in midweek, um, which scuppered the amazing home record uh, stat that I was going to read out. But still, um, I'm going to read you a couple of results here. A win over Colchester at home, 3-2. Beat Derby, 1-0. Beat Northampton, 1-0. Drew 0-0 with Charlton. Uh, beat Brighton and Hove Albion, new 23s or whatever the bloody hell that is, 4-1 after Pens. Um, Lost to Bristol Rovers and then lost to Lincoln, but before that uh, managed to beat Burton. So a a strong-ish home record for a team that's down in 19th, coupled with the fact that, you know, Reading have scored four goals on the road so far this season and conceded 17 a goal difference of minus 13. I think we've gone against Reading consistently and I think for good reason they've lost uh, 10 of 15 matches so far and I think they're going to make it 11. Yep, I can definitely see that one happening. Um, Moving in to the Bolton against Blackpool match. Bolton price at 1.98. You know, this for me is not that... Blackpool are a poor side because they're absolutely not. They're doing pretty well. But Bolton are really on a roll at the moment. Moved up to, moved up into third in the league. Five consecutive wins across all competitions without conceding in three. At home in the league, they've they've been pretty good, really. They've won three of five, uh, losing just one of the five at home to Carlisle. But yeah, Blackpool have a problem when it comes to conceding goals. Um if we look across their, their last few league games, they've conceded at least two goals in the last three League One games. That includes three against Fleetwood, four against Peterborough, two against Cheltenham. And if you concede in threes to Fleetwood and twos to Cheltenham, when you go away to this Bolton side who are banging form, I just don't think it bodes well for Blackpool. Absolutely 
all over it personally um, for this weekend, Tom, for sure. But my uh, Bolton Stockport double for uh, league winners. Looking mm. forward to that uh, coming in, hopefully. But yeah, uh, all over Bolton in terms of this weekend for sure. Uh, I want to have a look at Peterborough. Uh, I know that Cambridge haven't lost in their last five games and, and, and credit to them, but I, I'm not 100% convinced by um, that stat when you look a little closer. Uh, Football League trophy results, do they matter? Do they not? I don't know. They did beat Tottenham 4-1. Then they beat Bracknell uh, 2-1 in the FA Cup. A draw, Wickham, fair player, win over Carlisle. Carlisle are really struggling right now. A draw against Portsmouth, big credit, loss against Cheltenham. Uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag to say you're kind of unbeaten in five or whatever. Uh, and Peterborough, at home this season, have been very, very strong. In classic Peterborough fashion, uh, they've scored double the amount of goals that Cambridge have scored this season. They've scored 26 Uh, 13 of those coming at home, where they've lost just once in seven, conceding just seven. And Cambridge on the road, uh, they've lost four of seven, scoring just four goals. I think we can get some nice Peterborough damage going here. Uh, They are 1.6. It's it's pretty tight, but maybe as an Acker booster, uh, if you're doing a, a three, four, five, six fold or something like that, Peterborough might be one to chuck in. Yeah, uh, another one kind of on the shorter side as well to round off League One for me, Portsmouth at home to Charlton, 1.58. The best home side in the division against the fifth worst away side in the division. Uh, Pompey still unbeaten, of course, across all their games, but winning six of eight at home and drawing the other two. They've got the fantastic record where they've won so many points from going behind in games already. Um, They'll never say die attitude. I just think, you know, they're, they're playing a Charlton side who on their day are definitely capable and have got players on the pitch who can score goals against you like Alfie May and really threaten you. But just away from home, they've, they've not been good. They've won one of the last nine games away from home across all competitions this season. And Pompey, like I mentioned, a fantastic home record. Again, across all competitions, they've won six in a row at home. Uh, they scored at least two goals of five of those six occasions. Um, so, yeah, I think they, they they should definitely win this game. League two? Yeah, League two. The most entertaining and exciting league in English football. <laughs> Let's get started off with Colchester United. Um, a team priced at even money to beat Sutton United this weekend. Uh, yes, Sutton have won their last two. Uh, a win over Fylde in the FA Cup and a win over Bradford in the league at home. But again, it's another team that we're kind of focusing on away form. Uh, A 0% uh, result uh, return for Sutton on the road. Uh, Played seven, lost seven. And uh, Colchester at the moment, uh, they've actually, Tom, won four of their last six. Matthew Everington in charge now, of course, after the uh, back and forth he had uh, being released to take charge of the U's. But he's, he's got them up to 18th so far. Uh, and they've been decent at home. I wouldn't say they've been anything incredible. They've lost 50% of the games and been unbeaten in 50% of the games. So uh, not the strongest home record. But again, we're kind of focusing on that um, 
Sutton United away record and and the fact that they've played seven, Tom, and conceded 23 goals. It's an average of 3.28 goals per game let in um, on the road for Sutton. Wow. Wow. Mad. It's a lot. Uh, Yeah, it is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Can definitely see Colchester getting the win there. Um, (laughs) We can't ignore Stockport, can we? Especially when they're priced uh, this weekend delightfully for the form they're in. 1.88 for Stockport to get the victory this weekend. Uh, They're away at Swindon. And this is a Stockport side who have won 12 games in a row across all competitions. Uh, They're on a fantastic run of form. Swindon, on the other hand, not so much. Uh, They've lost four in a row, including three in a row in the league. Um, They've only won one. Just looking at their league form now, they've only won one of the last seven. After a really bright start to the season, they've really tailed off, haven't they, in recent weeks. They've had a poor October. Uh, But Stockport, yeah, just, just keep going on and on and on. And to their credit, where they were winning and often conceding, you know, getting two ones and three one wins, more often than not, they've 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 won to nil over the last few weeks as well. So they've added a bit more defensive solidity to their game, which is bad news for everybody else in the division. Um, but yeah, Stockport for me should get a a fairly routine win again here in the form they're in. You know, when they they up against a team in the form of Swindon at the moment. Mm. Mm. Agreed, yeah. Uh, again, pulling for Stockport on that double. Come on, county. <laughs> right. Uh, Tom, let's talk about what's what's going to be an absolute ding-dong affair, I think it's fair to say. I think you know what game I'm going to talk about. It's crew and knots. Oh, lovely. Yeah, this is going to be ding-dong, huh? Yeah. yeah absolute ding-dong. Dong. So, both of these games, I've got some stats regarding goals. Um, so average goals, uh, uh, average goals scored this season, crew 2.19 per game, Notts County 2.06, uh, clean sheets, uh, 18% of the games for crew and Notts, just three clean sheets this season, at least one goal in the game, 87% of their matches, 68.75% of games, home and away. Um, have been over 2.5 for both teams. Now, when it comes to crew home games, it's 62.5% of their games um, have been over 2.5. I can't really call who's going to be the victor here. I would probably pull for knots a little bit, just because I think they've got some players that are just way above this level, and I think crew are a bit more of a collective not 2.15, uh, Dan Crowley, Langstaff, Jones, those kind of players stand out to me. Over 2.5, of course, the bookies do their research as well. It's 1.47. Uh, I think we could go for knots and both teams to score, just 3.5, but there are so many angles to go off this um, for me. Just It's going to be absolutely littered with goals. I mean, Macaulay Langstaff, Tom, is 1.95 any time. Yeah, yeah. I I personally wouldn't go for any team on the nose here. Um, I'd just be going for, if you fancy a team, I'd be going for that team to score X number of goals or over X number of goals. So if you fancy crew, 
crew to score two or more goals. If you fancy Notts, Notts to score two or more goals. You know, something like that rather than picking them outright. Mm-hmm. I think that just puts a higher scoring draw in your favour then. Yeah, fair play. Um, right, so for me, uh, let's take a look at Morecambe. Criminally yes. underrated in the market every yes, yes, yes. Every week, 3.0. For Morecambe away at Grimsby this weekend. Um, we've backed Morecambe with plenty of success in recent weeks. We'll do it again, hopefully, this week. Uh, at least a double chance on Morecambe here. Grimsby, no wins uh, in seven consecutive games. No clean sheets in 13 consecutive games. Morecambe, on the other hand, in a much better run of form. Um, their league form reads only one loss in their last eight uh, that was to Barrow in midweek, um, about a week or so ago. Prior to that, they won four on the bounce, uh, beating Wimbledon, Tranmere, Sutton and Colchester. Away from home, uh, they've won three of the last four. They've beaten similar lower division sides away recently. So they beat Sutton, they beat Colchester. Like I say, they also beat Forest Green away at the back end of September. So they've had really good success against sides struggling in League Two like Grimsby are. Then the head-to-head as well. Uh, Morecambe have won the last three games between the two sides as well, which is always a nice little cherry on the top, I think, when you're looking at your stats. So, for me, Morecambe, once again, way overpriced in the market at 3.0. Yep, way overpriced. And the outsider of the weekend, Tom, is what I had wrote down personally. Mm, yeah. Um, that, honestly, it was nearly Salford. I mean, I'm not tipping them. This is just a comment. They're 4.33. Um, to beat Mansfield this weekend, and I know Mansfield are kind of you know up in fourth and Salford down in thirteenth, but you know let's let's not beat around the bush here. Salford are still littered with really good players for this level. I, I thought that was alarmingly high. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it yeah. is. Um, there's one more that I've seen as well that I think is is pretty high. Um. Doncaster away at AFC Wimbledon, um, 3.9 the price for Doncaster, so just a touch under 3-1. to one. Um, This is a, an AFC Wimbledon side who are the price at 1.66 for the win, but, you know, they're, they're forming great. At home, in the league this season, they've played seven, won just one. Would you trust your money on a 1.66 shot of who have won one of seven? Away at home this season, you know I I certainly wouldn't. And Doncaster are no mugs; they've won three of the last four games. Um, yes, most of their form has been better at home than it has away. But you know this is a side who, since September, have have really picked up results. They've they've won six of the last nine games in mm. League Two. You know, home and away. So they're no mugs. By far from it. And Wimbledon are just bad at home. So 3.9, I thought, was very generous. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. Um, one for the uh, one for the Bradford doubters as well. Barrow, a 3.4 away, away at Bradford. And Barrow have been brilliant. They're not lost in the last seven games. And we all know how trustworthy Bradford are, even with Graham Alexander. So lots <laughs> to go at in League 2, I think it's fair to say. You know how now you've tipped Barrow to win away at Bradford. Bradford are going to pull out a win this weekend. You know that. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, that's everything, I think, though, isn't it? We've kind of covered quite a lot there in League Two. 
as ever, yeah. there's plenty to go through. Yeah, there was there was plenty. So uh, we will transition into looking at uh, last week's treble in more depth. Uh, we know it was a pig's ear, no problem. Uh, we we kind of knew it would be. And we had Ipswich away at Birmingham. Thought it might have chances when Ipswich pulled it back to two two from two nil down, but uh, no, it finished level. Uh, we had Wolves away at Sheffield United. Of course, Sheffield United went and won. 2-1 with that last-minute penalty. And then we had both teams to score in Millwall, Southampton. And to top it off, it was 1-0 to Southampton. So, absolute pig's ear. But like I said at the top of the show, um, forgetting that one blip, we've been on absolute flames recently. So, yeah. hoping to go again. Yeah, and we did caveat, didn't we? We, we called it the windproof travel because we weren't... <laughs> We weren't 100% confident in it, to be honest. Um, no, right? Well, just to give the profit chasers a bit of an insight, it it was tough, wasn't it, mate? Like, we were we were talking and going over it for a good 10, 15 minutes, trying to debate back and forth between a few teams that we didn't fancy. So yeah. I'm not surprised it ended this way. Yeah, no. But this week, we have a pretty strong treble that you know we're, we're very confident in. Um, we're going to take Cardiff to win at home to Norwich. We're going to take Leeds to win at home to Plymouth. And we're going to take Stockport to win away at Swindon. So that's Cardiff, Leeds, Stockport, all to win. The treble pays 4.62. So that's £46.20 returns off a, a £10 example stake. Yeah, we're... Uh... Obviously, really fancy in every treble that we read out, but I think that one's got got great chances. Um, three teams that are facing teams not really at the peak of their powers, especially Norwich and uh, and Plymouth uh, in particular. So, yeah, really excited to see how that one goes. Uh, gamble responsibly, please. Remember, if you are going to have a bet this weekend, why not make it with Quiff? Uh, you run the possibility of being supercharged. So there are random bets all through the day, all day, every day that are randomly selected to be quiffed and supercharged to 10.0, to 20.0, to 80.0. The the possibilities are endless. So yeah, make sure that you are backing it with quiff. Um, We will transition, Tom, into fancy football. And I'll tell you what, the best thing about an international break is not have to bloody go through this thing every <laughs> week. I'm, I'm in 300s now. I'm 305th. Oh, good God. I'm not quite that bad. But That's as, that's as low as I've ever been in history, I would say. <clears throat> so I, um, I had almost as many points on my bench as I actually got from my starting 11 this week. Yeah, it was a bad week for everyone. Yeah, it's a really bad week. The amount of my highest scorer was uh, Robert Sanchez in goal with three. Mm, not what you want. <laughs> so that tells you how well my week went. Um, let's not spend much time on fancy football because it's crap and I hate it. It's the worst part of the show. Mm. We'll go through the top ten. Um, from ten to one, we've got Tommy Rafferty, Kieran Gentry, Ross McCorkadale, Mark Johnston. Jordan McDermott, Rachel Mather, Stephen Wheeler, Pat Ravenhall, Eddie Beard, and number one, Mike Sivils with Sivs Superstars. And, you know, he's top and he only got 29 points himself. So that kind of goes to show how tough a game week it was the week just gone. 
Yeah, it was absolutely brutal. I'm glad to see the back of it, mate. Um, yeah. But I tell you what, we got some exciting news regarding social media. So we have some really good content coming and a potential giveaway. So mm. keep your eyes peeled. There might be some information coming in the next couple of days. Uh, you're really going to want to get involved. It's a banging, banging idea um, from our friends at Quiff. So if you want to follow us uh, ahead of that, T underscore FB podcast, and also just you know share your bet slips, let us know what you think of the show, just be part of the uh, the conversation and the discussion. We're closing in on uh, 3K now, so a nice little community we've got going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you have had if you have enjoyed the show, we'd love to hear your thoughts in a, a rating or review. Please make it a good one though. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just takes two minutes of your time just to leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you haven't had enough of the podcast content from social media or from the the pod as, as normal, please check us out on Patreon, at FBP Plus. That's patreon.com forward slash FBP Plus for some extra little bets for the weekend, more like player prop bets, shots on target, anytime goal scorers, player fouls or sides, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, really looking forward to to hearing from everyone on the various channels. A big thank you again to Quiff for uh, for coming on and introducing the product to everyone. There's there's a ton of good stuff coming for everyone. So uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Yeah, thank you guys. We'll have a profitable weekend and we'll be back same time next week for what I'm assuming off the top of my head is going to be a League One and League Two special during the mm. international break. Yep. Yeah. We'll see you next week. We'll be back. See you then.